What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. What's up out there? Welcome in to another episode of Bolt Brady and his bro. We're going to chat some week 15 NFL. Let's welcome in our guy Bolt. Yes, and it was a dandy. And I think you might be part of history now because I heard, because you went to the Raiders Vikings game. Yes. I, I think I heard that that's the lowest scoring output in an indoor stadium of all time. Yeah. I think they call it the Showtime Bowl. <laughs> just, just highlight reel after highlight reel. Wow. I was sitting there and I was like, I kept seeing the score and I'm like, this is Showtime because it was 0 0 at half, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was. Uh, what was the crowd doing? You know, it was it was. I heard it was like fifty four percent Viking fans. There was a ton of purple in the place. Yeah, and my uh, my fifth grader loves Justin Jefferson, so he had his jersey on. He was juiced. He <laughs> he had a couple catches, you know, and then like his second one, maybe his third catch, or whatever. He got tweaked in the back there. Yeah, I'm like, oh. He's going into the little blue pop-up tent there. <sighs> I don't know if he's coming back. Right. And sure enough, he called it a day. Um, you know, and then Renfro looked like they were going to put up some points, and Renfro fumbled down at like the 15 or so. And I'm like, nope, we're, we're going scoreless here into half. Wow. But it was, you know, it was fun. That stadium's sweet. You know, there's there's plenty to kind of look at and, and and watch the fans. Um, there was one Minnesota dude, a few rows and a few rows in front of us, just had the buzz rocking, <laughs> and and he just kind of refused to sit. He just the whole game. He just, I'll give him this. He did kind of have the smile, and like there'd be some Raider fans like yelling, like sit down. He just kind of turn around and flip him off with the smile. Oh, he was the Vikings fan? Uh-huh. Yeah. He's kind of just looking across at his buddies who are like 20 <laughs> rows away and flip them off. Now, he was having a good time. What else do you think you would see at the game on the field or with the fans that you wouldn't you know, see sitting at home? What did you notice? Uh, like, dude, the, those those breaks are so long when you go to those games. Too. You, you realize how many TV timeouts there are. Oh yeah, and they slap the clock up, and it's like two twenty left in the in the break. So oh. the, guy, the guys just BS with each other, kind of in the huddle, and, and the coaches can chit with them. But you know, it, it's good people watching for sure. The the Modellos or the Coors Light cans were like eighteen bones. Okay, hold on a minute, because I was just about to ask you that. For what size? Just the tall can. It was like... So what's that, the 16 ounces? Yeah, probably in that range. Wow. So we're charging you a buck ten an ounce there. <laughs> Holy cow. So you're getting the brews and stuff. They're not giving them away. Oh, my Lord. Mm-hmm. Wow. But, but it was like parking. You probably, you probably walked, but I wonder what they charge for the parking. No, we we came out of the hotel and the, the cab line was rocking and some dude um, walked up to like to the Escalade and was like... I'm like, oh, what's this guy charging? He's like 150. He's like, we can get a few groups. So we just split it with the guy. Oh, really? Like four of us. In what kind of van or something? Like an Escalade. But I mean, people, there's the Ubers and stuff. It's a total commuter stadium. You know, everyone's taking cabs or walking there if they can. 150, huh? So what, each family kicked in the 50 spot? Mm-hmm. And how long was the ride? 10 minute max. <laughs> that guy's making some good chippers right there. <laughs> he goes back and does it again. <laughs> yeah. And then afterwards, it's just people are walking across this bridge to go to other hotels. You can, can get the Uber line there. And we, we just waited there and it was probably 10 minutes. 
Okay. And got the oob. Yeah, afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but it was, you know, even though it wasn't action-packed, it's still fun to be there. Yeah, it's always an experience. You always remember it, and uh, he'll remember it also. And that will be part of history. That's right. For the 3 Wow. And I had the Vikings. I remember I told you I thought they'd cover, but so was the push. Oh, because you got it, the 3 Yep. Yeah, um, <laughs> that is, they had, I saw they had 17 punts in the game. Yeah. That's a small amount. We did, there was a boatload of punts. <laughs> uh, There's a few like pigeons flying around in there, like when they'd punt and stuff too. I'm like, oh, is, there's other things you can watch here. Check out the birds there. <laughs> well, so you probably didn't get to see very many games. I mean, because, do, or do they have the other... The other games going on in there on screens and stuff? Not, you know, not where I was. So you just see the scores and you see some stats kind of flash across. So I was kind of keeping my eye on like the Chiefs game and stuff, which turned out to be controversial. Yeah, it did. You want to touch on that game right now? Might as well. That was total bullshit. Holy cow, was that incredible. But you know what? It falls on Big Tony, the ride receiver. As a former ride receiver myself, Every time you go up to the line of scrimmage, because they showed it, they, they were like, oh, he didn't look at the ref, but then I saw a video where he did look at the ref, but he just looked at the ref, and what you do is you raise your hand. like You, you point at him. Yeah. Like, I'm good. So Tony looked at him, but he just turned around. He obviously didn't get any confirmation that he was good. The referee, so what you do is when you're a receiver, you get up on the line of scrimmage, you look towards the ref, you point towards him, and he gives you like a thumbs up or like a thumbs down or whatever his signals are for that day, and you know you're good to go. Big Tony just glanced over there, and then, hey, he was offsides, and that was incredible. Yeah. That was huge. That sucked because I had that for the Circa Las Vegas contest, too. I'm, there's a lot of money on it. There's a lot uh, of things going on there. And Patrick was pleased. He He's cooled off since and said, I shouldn't have kind of flipped out like that. Or, or you know, he kind of said it to Josh at midfield, too. Like, worst call I've ever seen. Worst effing call, he said to big Josh. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you know what? His frustration's not only coming from that, but mo- mainly because his receivers are terrible. They can't catch the ball. And so, well, yeah, that, and then they also you flash back to the week before against Green Bay, and the ref doesn't throw the flag on the PI down at like the five there, right? So he's like, you know, the week before I'm screwed. You guys are letting us play no PI. We we lose to Green Bay, and this week you want to get ticky tacky, and we score the game winner, and you take it away. Yeah, like you know, find the middle ground here. That's fair, right? No, I know that's frustrating, but he's. It's also because his receivers, like, dude, I I I can't really take KC for a little while until I know their receivers can catch the ball. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, how does this Tony Cat have a job? Because earlier in the season, didn't he drop a punt too? And I mean, I know last year in the Super Bowl, he played well, but you know, there's an old saying that our mom says, if what you did yesterday looks big today, you haven't done diddly squat today. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what Tony did in the Super Bowl last year. That guy needs to be adios. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed it across the league. There's there's just too many drops. The, the game we were at, I'm like, dude, catch the ball. Really? Yeah. So you have these second string quarterbacks throwing to like fifth string receivers. I mean, so then what's the NFL do to make up for it? And this deserves a 409. These PI calls are getting ridiculous. Like they they don't even touch them barely sometimes and they call the PI to try to generate more offense cuz the offenses can't do it themselves. Right. It's getting old. Like you know, like there was one that went in my favor this week and I'm like 
That's weak. It was in the Cowboys Eagles game. I think they called it against Darius Slay. And I'm like, he barely touched him there. Like, dude, that's probably one of the hardest sports and or one of the hardest spots to play in professional sports, in my opinion, is defensive back. I mean, here's a guy that's a speedster, literally running at you. You have no clue where he's going, and you're supposed to stay in his hip pocket. And if you just nick him on the elbow or something, they're like, whoop, pi, yeah. It's a 409. I had it written down as a 409 this week. And yeah, by the way, it goes without saying that Tony gets a 409 to clean it up, guys. He might not be on the Chiefs next year. But well, we talked about the refs last week, I think, and it's it's too much on the forefront. They're, they're going to have to kind of get this squashed somehow. Right. Yep. So a uh, little update because we haven't given the update in a while on the, on the picks. So... We went one and two this week, but for the season, we're 25 and 17 in the NFL. That's 60%. College, 17 and 11. That's 61%. And then we had those garbage teasers in the beginning of the year before I cut those out. And we went one and five on those to bring the total record to 43 and 33, 57%. Not right. So, um, and also, <clears throat> someone else was asking me, so I thought maybe I'd say it on the podcast. Also, if you recall, I, I do uh, provide picks over on Vegas Insider and uh, over in college and the NFL. I'm hitting over 60% over there also. And we do NBA picks and college basketball picks. So, if you're ever looking for a little bit more action, you want a little bit more insight. VegasInsider.com. If you're ever bored, pick the sport. Yeah. I well, can throw something out there. Well, for you. especially right now. And I'm not the only expert, obviously. There's 35 of us. But they keep track of everyone's records and stuff. It's pretty legit. Everything's transparent. Yeah, for sure. The bowl games are, I think they're coming up this Saturday, aren't they? As it's the 15th. Yep. And uh, maybe Friday night. Uh, maybe I need to take a gander. Of course, you know the the kind of the garbage right, start yeah, it's first. A, it's but. not any of the big daddies, but th- once they kick off, they they go till like January 9th or whatever. Well, yeah. So the big thing obviously is who's playing in the games, right? That's why you got to read up on them and what's going on with the transfer portals. But um, you know, speaking of Vegas Insider, there's plenty of good articles over there. Like I said before, that's where I would read my articles even before I was uh, a handicapper on the website. So that's what you want to check with college football, who's playing and who's not. I mean, most of them aren't now. Well, yeah, because a lot of them are transferring and stuff. Or they're just peace out. You know, Caleb Williams or Drake May, like they're just going to enter the draft. So they're not going to touch those bowls. Yeah, the big names. But, you know, those those are the big names. But even like solid players, you know, are transferring and stuff. You got to find out. And then I think the big thing in college football that you have to handicap in is uh, their level of like seriousness. Like, do they really care? Because some of these guys, they get left out of the big bowls and they're like, Pfft. This is sweet. I'm playing in the Pepsi Cola Bowl against Louisiana Tech. <laughs> I don't care about that game. And then Louisiana Tech does care, and so they come in and route them, even though like they're the smaller school. So those have to get factored in, and luckily we'll be there to try to help you out. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, I don't know. Did you even get to see the highlights of some of the games? Yeah, I mean, I definitely looked back and, and saw kind of what happened. Um, your, I mean, your Bears game was a good one. Yeah, that that one was nice. I mean, the first time I've taken fields, right? Big Just, I think that was. Yeah. And, 
And that was just a blowout central right there. I get they have a little bit of house money to play with because they know Carolina's locked in. They're gonna get that first pick that the Bears own. Yeah, but it's like if they would do a little worse, they'd have like the third pick also. Well, they showed that though. So like the Bears won, the Jets won, the Patriots won. Like these guys don't care, you know, for the picks. Like they've always said, like teams are tanking and this and that like maybe management would like them to tank but the guys on the field they're not tanking <laughs> i mean they, they shouldn't for for what you're getting paid and what people are paying to go to these things i did see something on some patriot fans were like we were so locked in to to watching these games during the the run like you'd you'd plan your afternoon around it and he's like now i'm kind of like Whatever. You know, let's go for the bike ride. And, <laughs> Who um, was saying this? It was like a patron. They were just talking to some of them. Like, yeah. You know what? I don't feel like I'm locked to my, my TV in the afternoon because of these games. It's kind of freed me up. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. I mean, before you got Tom and these guys and they're winning like 80% of their games for 20 years and now you're losing 80% of your games, except the Patriots took down the Steelers. Are the Steelers good looking? Holy cow. And that leads us in to our first best bet. Colts minus two and a half against the Steelers. Hello. Uh, The Steelers are terrible. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, it'd be really cool if someone did uh, like a special on how incredible their defense and special teams are to keep them in ball games over the years. Even when Big Ben was there this last Thursday. They lost to the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots who were scoring six points a ball game. I mean, they couldn't even score. And they play the Steelers, and all of a sudden they light up and they're pounding the Steelers. And then the Steelers do what the Steelers do block punt to get them back in the ball game. But guess what? They still have Trubisky, and people have been listening to this show when he was a regular starter. He was also a regular fade. (laughs) And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? He's back, and he's on the road, and I think the Colts are going to boat race the Steelers. I think they win by double digit. So I'll take the minus two and a half here. Yeah, the the Patriots did that to the Steelers at at the Steelers' house, That's too. That's what I mean. So now um, the Colts got a little waxed by by uh, Browning and the Bengals. Well, that's because so our boy. Yeah, they get to come home to some home cooking and kind of reset, too. Sure, yes, because they've been on the road two games in a row because the week before they played Tennessee, got a little lucky there with their own special teams, uh, blocking two punts. How often does that happen in a game? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, now they go home where Big Minshew plays way better Inside the dome, they play way better at home. Um, people are down on the Colts right now, and that's perfect because we're not. Mm-hmm. And I think we've been doing a pretty good job of going back and forth with the Minshew on and off him. <laughs> yeah, their coach has done a good job with what he's working with this year. He's another NorCal guy. Yeah, Ty- he is. Tykin. Yep. Shout out Oak Ridge. Woo! Yep. Good job by him. Yep. So um, that's our first best bet, and it's going to be a dandy. Mm-hmm. I um I, I kind of saw the highlights of that Ravens game too because we initially liked the Ravens, but the Rams were just wouldn't get get away from them. They stuck with them that whole time and took them to OT. I know, God, that was garbage, dude. That the guy Wallace, you know, his punt return—it's hit the fourth career in overtime. Really, two two this year. 
Wow. So it's basically just a walk-off punt return. You say, see you later, guys. <laughs> that was so awesome because I just had that money line, too. So that was large. <laughs> um, so I watched every play of that game. And once again, you know, sound like I'm beating a dead horse here, but it is a true pleasure watching Lamar play. I mean, it is a joker watching that guy. He's just like, and he's making these guys that are professional athletes, some of the best athletes in the world, just look like silly birds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Rams um, looking better, you know, as Stafford's gotten a little healthier. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. But you know what? I mean, I, I was the first one saying that he's legit when he's back there and stuff. And, um, you know, even I undersold them a little bit here. Listen, the Rams offense rocks with the guy from BYU and the Cupper. Nakua, yeah. They'll, they'll talk about guys that have more of sure hands. Don't let him down. No they, kidding. Those two hold on to the ball. Yeah, they do. They make great catches. So anyway, yeah, the Rams offense is humming. Um, they're like in the playoff hunt right now, too. So, you know, they're going to be dialed in. I think, who do they play this week? Oh, the Commanders. Yeah, but then they've they have the Niners and stuff too. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough to get that wild card spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it's too many points with the big Commanders this week. It's like the seven or something. Yeah, I see six and a half right now. Rams are at home. Yeah, the Commanders. <laughs> commanders. That's a squad. Santa baby, the season for a fresh cut is finally here with the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have just launched their fifth-generation lawnmower to help you avoid another silent night in the bedroom this year. Take care of your special snowflake with Manscaped and watch your South Pole shine like never before. Get the best stocking stuffer of all by going to manscaped.com and using the code BOLT, B-O-L-T, for 20% off Plus, free shipping. Mrs. Claus will thank you. Now, let's get back to the show. Hey, come on. I mean, we got it. If we're talking about this last week, it actually happened last night. But were those games legit last night? I mean, you thought so. You know, you were in all kinds of different leagues and stuff. But I also had uh, the Giants for the circuit contest. And how about my boy, DeVito? Mm Mm-hmm. What a great story. I think it's awesome when they pan in and show his family all the time, and they're just so juiced. Um, <laughs> it's awesome. Did you see that they're showing his uh, his agent? I don't know if he's a buddy, but he was kind of <laughs> yeah. like someone from his neighborhood who's kind of dressed like the Italian mobster with the chain and the black top hat and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was reading tweets that the... Uh, the Italian population couldn't be more proud in uh, Jersey right now. And I'm sure everywhere else. It's awesome. I just, I really think it's great. Just seeing when people get that juice and of course his parents, they, they couldn't be more proud. And what's that? Three games in a row now for the rookie. Um, it's legit. And on that topic, I mean, I don't know if I'm walking into a wasp nest here or not, but I'll take New York and DeVito plus six against the Saints. The Saints are one of the worst teams in the NFL. Uh, I mean, they struggled with big Carolina. The scoreboard doesn't show it. But when you dig into the stats, they were getting turnovers and stuff. And Carolina would get down to the one and couldn't punch it in. So they'd have to kick the field goals. Dude, DeVito and the Giants are rolling right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll take them another week, Big David. Let's fire it up. <laughs> 
I think that's why the Carolina owner is so frustrated. He's watching them struggle. And then, you know, Reich guarantees him, let's go with the Bryce Young and, and sees what Stroud's doing. But you gave up the pick this year, too. So it's like two years in a row you screwed yourself. Right. Well, when you give up that pick, you better make sure that the pick you made hits. And I don't know. I guess, <clears throat> you know, who knows? It's still early, right? Uh, I like to come back to Peyton Manning through 30 picks his rookie year and look at the career he had. So you never know. And I mean, like a lot of these guys, you know, we've said it before, but not everyone's going to be like Herbert and they come in their rookie year and just ball right away or like Joe Burrow. Mm -hmm. And so like those guys are the outliers. And a lot of these GMs and coaches think, oh, well, hey, let's throw our rookie in there. He's going to ball for it. It's like, dude, he needs a little time. Yeah, and we had the first pick for a reason. Our roster's not very good, most likely. Right. So he's probably working with the least in the league. Well, and it'd be nice, you know, maybe we could have Bryce on the podcast. It'd be legit to hear his side of things. He might go, guys, why don't you try throwing to what I'm throwing here? (laughs) Or try throwing in front of this offensive line, you know? Uh, We were watching the Tennessee game last night with the boys, and uh, Will Levis, who cranks it up, I like his personality, uh, Oz, he, his, my son, who's a huge Titans fan, like I've said before, he was getting a little frustrated. And I go, well, Will's not getting any time. And then there was a play late in the game, like one of the late drives, and he had all day to throw, and he throws a dime. And I'm like, you see? Give him time. And that's how all these guys are. Like, yeah. you know, if you don't have time, it's a problem. So that was the other great game last night, too. Obviously, I had the big Titans. <laughs> ah, man. <laughs> I, I took a little bit on the, the Dolphins, the 13 and a half, and they're up 14 with three minutes to go. But did you see how they got up 14? Okay. How about this? Six minutes left in the ball game, and it's a tie one. It's a tie ball game, and Miami's punting. Punting to the Titans, six minutes left in the ball game. Kick the ball, punt, hits the ground. The dipshit punt returner tries to pick it up. Fumble. Miami gets the ball down on like the six. Punch it in, up seven. I go, okay, guys, line's 13 and a half here. Don't get carried away. So now the Titans get the rock, and then Will pitches it to Derrick Henry. Terrible pitch. Miami gets it. Sure they do. Mm -hmm. They punch it in. They're up 14, and I go, wow. Nice back door here. <laughs> and then my son, even he even said, he goes, Dad, do we have any chance here? And I go, probably like a 5%. And then I start walking it through for him. He goes, well, how's this going to work? I go, well, okay, we got to score a touchdown here within like two within the two minute mark and so they start going down and they get 43 yards like in the first 30 seconds and i go whoa they can score here and keep all their timeouts and have the two minute warning and sure enough that's what happens and then vabral does the analytics right move down 14 go for eight right away so you know where you stand he gets it so now the titans are only down six they kick off, so now they can go deep because they have the two-minute warning and all their timeouts. They stuff Miami. Miami has to punt. Will and the crew come down. Touchdown. Extra point now because they already got the two. Wins the ball game. And wow, are you ready for this stat? No team out of 767 NFL teams has ever been down 14 points and not gone into overtime and won the ball game with only three minutes left until 
your Tennessee Titans played the Dolphins. Unbelievable. That is definitely a clean it up 409 Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Wow. And real quick, before I run out of air here, <laughs> how about that Circa Millions contest? There was only 21 people left, all vying for $9 million in the survivor pool, and eight of them had the Dolphs. Ouch. See you later. Oh, so that, that made the winner? Yeah. No, no, no. That didn't make the winner. Now there's like 13 people left. Oh, okay. Yeah, 13 people out of 9,000. Jeez. And you were in the ball game with them, and then Miami goes, whoops, see you later. And so one team out of 767, and you go, rotten. I was going for $9 million there. <laughs> What's the entry fee for that one? 1000 1000 yep. And yeah. so, there, so there was 9,000 people that signed up for it. So that's $9 million. Winner takes all. But in the past years, because this is, I believe, the fourth or fifth year, usually people are splitting up the pot, you know? But we'll see. This one's kind of looking like there might, you know, there might be one. So there's four weeks left in these guys. So think about that. So now everyone's entry fee, uh, if you do the math, is worth close to eight hundred thousand. They've split it because the guys go through the whole season and don't and don't not get knocked out. That's correct. Hmm. Yeah, that's good picking. Yep. No kidding, dude. You go that long with picking the winner. Multiple people do it too. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. The the Dolphins when when Ty kind of gets dinged up or, or is not the threat, it, they just they just way different on offense. Man. Yes, the the corners and the safeties, everyone kind of changes how they play them, and it, it doesn't look the same. Yes, I noticed that too when Tyreek came out of the ball game, like the offense just stalled, and then he came back and they started moving it again. I saw he he was texting his wife. He was like, "Damn, this shit hurts." And oh, really? She, she's like. Dog, get your ass back out there. <laughs> He's like, all right. Did you see? Did you see when he got hurt? He looked like super hurt, and then he like, yeah, powered through it and like ran off the field. He's like, let's roll. I liked it because it got the crowd into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was telling her, he's like, man, I'm going to need like the ankle massage tonight and stuff. And she's like, suck it up. <laughs> yeah, let's get through the ball game here. They're giving you 30 mil a season here, bud. You can, <laughs> you can play. So they're they're 8-0 when he has over 100 yards receiving. And they're 1-4 when he does it. Really? Well, yeah, so that might mean you want to give him the rocks more often. Well, it's just like if, if he's not getting loose and, and opening things up, like they're a totally different team. Well, and that's like... Our boy DK Metcalf against the Nines. And this time, DK wasn't having it. He said, come at me. He goes, listen, I need the ball. Our team does nothing. And so then he took his frustrations out on Fred Warner and the Niners. Throwing the helmets, getting kicked out of the game. Yeah. Uh, that, I mean, did you see they said Shanahan said he'd give whoever got under his skin a, a good Christmas present? Oh, no, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, usually in years past, it's gotten a little like hairier where people like the bounty gate stuff. But sure. This was more like, if anyone can get DK fired up, he's like, I'll get you a nice little Christmas gift. Wow. Well, dude, that doesn't take very much. I mean, DK, it's not hard to get rattled. Mm-hmm. I mean, he gets rattled pretty quickly. Yeah, that, that line got up there, too. You know, the 13 and a half, 14. And, and people... People dabbled with it. Well, they sure did. But listen, that was a bummer for me. Circa millions. Uh, I put it in earlier in the week, plus 11 with Gino. And then they or later on in the week, they go, Gino's going to be out. And you know, in the Circa millions, 
once you put the picks in, you can't change anything, and you have to have those picks in, like you know, pretty much Friday night. And so they didn't have they didn't say anything about Gino yet. So I put it in at eleven. It got up to fourteen, um, and then they only end up winning by twelve. So yeah, the people that took a day of took Seattle, got the W. I got the loss, unfortunately. Thanks a lot, Gino. Gino and his pipes. <laughs> I the, Seattle's starting to, to fade anyway. They sure are. I, you know that's that is divisional, and sometimes Seattle can kind of hang with them. But they're they're not much I'd put into right now. Well, I know that's what's interesting about the game this week is the big Philadelphia Eagles. I think you know, yeah, I'm looking at. It. I think they maybe think they're still a little worn out and running on the fumes, and they have to go cross country up to Seattle. But I'll take Philly here at three and a half. I have nothing against that. I mean, yeah, that 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 could possibly make my circa card because uh, they they need a win really bad. One Philly does. I mean, so does Seattle if they want to stay in this wild card thing. But Philly's got to stop the bleeding here. Right. Well, and also this is slightly a step down in competition. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go from the Cowboys, the Bills, and the Niners and to the Chiefs. And the Chiefs to big Geno or Lockeroo. <laughs> Hardly a lock. Guy's garb. Uh, and they get it. This one's the Monday Nighter. So. They get a little one more day to kind of recoup and rest here. Yeah. Yeah, which they need. But, I mean, this is a big, 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 big step down in class and a big step up in class for Seattle. I mean, Seattle's been punching at, like, the 160, and now they have to go up against Mike Tice at 225. (laughs) Whole different ball game. Yeah. Philly's not looking as strong as they were, you know, a month ago. They're not the same team as last year. But if you want to keep pace with, with the Niners in case the Niners slip up here, you still have a chance at that one seed with this last month. You you can't lose these games. Exactly. Well, uh, I, speaking of the nines, don't want to get in front of a freight train here unless you're Kyler Murray. Wow, come on. You're giving my boy at home 13 and a half. Mm. And what I'm going to actually recommend doing is I'm going to buy a half point to the 14er, and it's going to be minus 130, Kyler Let's get ready to ball, bud. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they're going to win the. I just come on. I I know Kyler. They got smoked by the Rams when the Rams came into town the other day. Yeah, you know. But this is coming off a bye too. So the there and then also the Niners. I mean, these guys have to be running out of gas here pretty soon. And then the week after that, guess who the Nines play? Christmas Day. They play Lamar and the Ravens. Yep. So are these guys going to really try to pound the cards? Or are they going to go, hey, guys, let's get out of here with the W around six or seven points. Let let Bold and Kyler get the W here, and we'll wait for Lamar. So Arizona, by the half point, 14-er. There you go. Let's just cover for Bolt here and just, just get her home. Yeah. And, and you know what? Speaking of that, um, m- maybe just – I'm saying by the half point, if you need to later on the week, maybe it gets up there to 14, like later in the week when the public comes in because no one's going to take Kyler here probably. You know, th- these two touchdown games, though, man, yeah, they're, they're, that's so high. Right. Well, especially on the road. I mean, when you're on the road and you're giving up, I mean, that's just no respect. And listen, if this was like Dobbs or some other garb quarterback, I hear you. <laughs> but Kyler Balls, I mean, dude, he's 
I don't give a shit what anyone says. I still think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, good luck trying to catch the guy. He's got a hose, um, and he's slightly competitive. I'll take all three of those. Let's play some ball. Mm. Yep. Okay. There's one other one I was kind of looking at here. Your boy Fields is going to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And Joe Flack is going to be the starter. I mean, he, he looked good last week, so they're like, we'll, we'll stick with you this last month, you know, into the playoffs if we make it. Yep. Cleveland minus three versus the Bears. Nothing against that. That's probably going to make my circuit card as well. Because uh, Fields is going on the road here, and it's not Detroit, so. Right. Nope. Uh, this defense is way better. And plus, like, Fields catches people sometimes too, um, you know, because he's super athletic and fast and stuff, but. The Cleveland plays Lamar, so seeing Justin's not going to be anything new to him. Um, yes, I tend to agree with you on that. Plus, you could maybe say that the Bears might get the Bashers Award this this week too. You know, they just took down Detroit. I mean, this is a squad that doesn't win very many ball games, <laughs> and so now they have to go on the road. Yes, I, I'm with you here. I, I would give that a strong lean, but the uh, the last game that I've got here, so I've got the Colts minus the two and a half. AZ, let's wait till that gets to the 14er. We got Danny and the Giants at plus six. Let's get serious right there. It's Tommy DeVito. But I just said DeVito. Right. In the Giants. You right? said Danny. No, I have said Danny before. Maybe I did say Danny. Huh? <laughs> is that that's actor's name, right? It sure is. Danny DeVito in the Home Alone. No, he's not. No, Alone. that's Joe Pesci. <laughs> They're, they're both short. Let's stick to the sports for you guys. They're both super short. I'll handle the pop culture questions. Yeah, yes, yes, please do. Uh, how about this one? Let's get serious here. We went against them last week. Okay, speaking of fields, the Lions. I don't know if anyone wants a piece of these guys at all, but I'll take it. The Broncos, okay, who, you know, I had Russ's back at the beginning. Russ, way to keep her rocking. This is their third game in a row on the road. And let me throw a little stat at you there. Teams that play three games on the road in a row win against the spread 36%. It is not good. It's super difficult to do. This is slightly a get-right spot. Final score of this bad boy might be the 31-10. to I think this is going to be a boat race. Mm. Here's the thing, though. The Bron- right now, the line's four and a half. People are going to be taking the Bronx. So let's let this line keep going down and you know pick her up on Friday or Saturday. Let's see where it's at because uh, no one's going to want the Lions here. Everyone's going to think the Broncos are balling. And they- yeah, people definitely think they've kind of turned it around. Yeah, and it's been a lot of turnover luck. I mean, you know, the Chargers, Herbert gets hurt. Yeah, that was the thing. They, they just said this morning he's done for the year. Well, of course. I mean, why are they going to throw him out there? They, but it was like it's, it's hand surgery now officially. So. Wow. Yeah. So the, I, I, this is the Broncos are going to get spanked here. I mean, you know how they have those alternative lines that people like to do? I've got no problem with that here. This is going to be a double-digit victory here for the Lions. Lions need it, too. Yep, they sure do. So Colts minus 2.5. Lions currently 4.5. We're going to wait till that gets down. Arizona's currently 13.5. We're going to wait for that to get to the 14er or by the half point. And then DeVito and the Giants plus 6. Get serious. <laughs> okay. Yep. Oh! And I've got a bonus pick for everyone here. Sure. Depends when this comes out, because the game is tonight in the NBA, and it's an early game. But we've got a little bit of the bashers here in the NBA. The Lake Show. 
taking home the first in-season tournament. Uh, they're going on the road to play the Mavericks tonight. And the Lake Show's been off since Saturday. Probably been bashing a little bit. And the Mavs are going to be like, you guys have the target on the back right now. I know it's the in-season tournament, but you guys think you're legit? Well, not against Luka, you're not. Plus three and a half Mavs. Mm. Let's get ready to ball. <laughs> Kyrie's been having some foot soreness or something. Yeah, he's out. Okay. I'm with it. All right. All right. That'll do it for week 15. Don't forget, uh, keep the reviews coming. We have some more hats to give away for you guys. So Apple Podcast or, or Spotify, wherever you do it, just take the snapshot and email us at lightning at boltbrady.com. Twitter and Instagram is at boltbradypicks. That'll do it for this week. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. See ya.